Hello, I'm Marcus Louth and welcome to the latest edition of the UFO Insight Podcast, where we examine all things UFOs and aliens, conspiracies and mysteries, and all aspects of the paranormal. Okay, today we'll look at the idea of some kind of connection between the fiction of Hollywood and UFO movies, and just how true, or close to true, some of the accounts might actually be. And while this will sound preposterous to many, the fact is, there is more reason to contemplate such a notion than not. Perhaps the best place to start when we look at the increasingly blurred lines between the fantasy and fiction of Hollywood blockbuster movies and popular culture television shows and the realities of the UFO and alien question would be with the conviction in many quarters that there is a desire from intelligence agencies to acclimatise the world's population to an alien presence on Earth, or at the very least, the threat thereof. The main reasons for these charges, aside from the connection of the intelligence agencies and the influence they seemingly have in Hollywood, is the equally dubious advisory role of the United States military. And what's more, this influence on involvement, particularly in science fiction films that involve alien invasion, were a battered and pieced together world military, led of course by the United States Armed Forces, most often battles it out with a much more advanced alien species to defeat them as humanity itself is on the brink of absolute annihilation. Central to this theory is that many of the industry's most well-known directors and producers are fully aware of the secrets of the shadow government, and what's more, they are pushing the narratives that the shadow government wishes them to. If there is any truth to such rumours, it is highly unlikely that such directors and producers are privy to such huge secrets. Perhaps, however, such military and intelligence consultancy advice to such movies might be where the real drip-fed information resides. Indeed, if only to resonate with the general public subconscious without them even realising it. Perhaps before we examine the idea that apparently fictional accounts are in fact based on much truer events, it would be a good idea to look at some UFO movies that are very much based on true stories. For example, the UFO incident, which is based on the alien abduction of Betty and Barney Hill. What is interesting about the made-for-television movie is that it utilises the original hypnosis tapes from the files of Dr. Benjamin Simon, who examined the Hill case extensively. In this respect, the film is arguably one of the most accurate portrayals of an alleged real-life alien encounter. During the same year the UFO incident was released, in 1975, another apparent case of alien abduction would unfold in America, this time in the forest of Arizona, when Travis Walton was taken on board a disc-shaped craft in front of his forestry crew, and would disappear for five days, before suddenly reappearing several miles away. The incident was a central storyline to the 1993 film Fire in the Sky, which told of the incident, and more specifically, the aftermath of doubt and disbelief that would surround the group following Walton's sudden return. While each of these accounts, and consequently the films that were based on them, dealt directly with the events of those individuals mentioned, the 1992 film Intruders would use several accounts from the files of UFO researcher Bud Hopkins. Although the film used artistic license in abundance with the screenplay based on Hopkins' book of the same name, it still used the notion of an academic taking on such a bizarre subject matter, much to the critical response of his peers which would echo the situation UFO researcher John Mack would find himself in. Incidentally, Mack would serve as a consultant on the film, along with Hopkins. 
Perhaps also of interest here is that the screenplay was written by Tracy Torn, one of the producers involved with the UFO Live documentary of 1988, which featured the apparent whistleblowers Falcon and Condor, both of whom are almost certainly engaging in the spreading of UFO disinformation, although there is no suggestion that Torn was aware of this. Although the subject matter is arguably the most famous UFO encounter on record, and certainly the most recognisable even to people outside UFO circles, the 1994 film Roswell is perhaps one of the best little-known movies based on allegedly true events. The movie was written by Paul Davids, who made no secret that his intention was to make the general public more aware of an incident that many had forgotten or dismissed. Indeed, many of the scenes, especially toward the end where the climax of the film features veteran actors Kyle MacLachlan and Martin Sheen engaging in a rundown of how things might have unfolded in the summer of 1947, come across almost as a documentary, with actors there merely for visual effect. Davies would state 20 years after the release of the film in 2014 that while The X-Files deserves much of the credit for putting the Roswell crash back into the public consciousness, his film certainly contributed to that achievement, coming when it did when such considerations were experiencing a surge of interest and popularity. As David also states, the Roswell crash, whatever the truth of the situation, is now as much a part of any other story from history of the United States. And while it isn't a movie, it is perhaps worth our time examining the television series The X-Files next. Since the early 1990s, the television show that comes to mind for most people when the subject of aliens and the appropriate government conspiracies that come along with them is indeed The X-Files, starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. The show is very much fictional, with no episodes officially based on real-life accounts. However, several individual episodes are loosely based on true events, even if only the basic notion. For example, as well as the general overriding storyline of alien abduction and UFO secrecy, such subjects like the ancient astronaut theory and even government mind-control experiments are explored. The programme also examines many areas of the paranormal, again sometimes using real-life accounts as the basis for these episodes. Such ideas as life after death and various creatures from the world of cryptozoology also feature heavily within the storylines of each series. With the arrival of the internet in homes across the world in the mid to late 1990s and early 2000s, The X-Files was perhaps reaching its peak at the ideal time, and almost certainly can claim to be a major influence on the UFO and paranormal researchers that would follow in the opening decades of the 21st century. Although there are many television shows with similar content to The X-Files, the 45-minute episodes of Fox Mulder and Dana Scully did much to lay the foundations for UFO and conspiracy researchers today, albeit most often outside of the framework of the FBI. However, what the show truly did achieve was to have its audience look at the strangest and most bizarre of situations, even in the arena of fiction, and have them consider just the possibility that such things could be true. Many who watched and enjoyed the programme would find the show clarified what had been an underlying interest in the weird and the wonderful. With the arrival of the internet just around the corner, a tool seized upon almost instantly by those with secret or leaked information, the show had become, and still is, part of the popular culture of our contemporary age. Indeed, the return of the show in 2016 and again in 2018 to complete the saga not only brought it up to date into modern times, making good references to the wealth of conspiracy theorists who are perhaps more concerned with money and popularity than they are with spreading truth, but also showed how relevant the ideas and theories explored in the show remain today. 
we could say safely the show was ahead of its time. Not so much in content, but the thirst for the answers of the many grey areas that permeate our lives, to the many riddles without answers, and the many mysteries that still require an explanation. If there really is a shadow government that is intent on keeping the majority of the planet ignorant of the real workings of the world, it would appear their battle would be as much an uphill struggle as ours. Before we examine potential truths hidden in fiction, it is worth highlighting a conversation between one-time President of the United States Ronald Reagan and veteran film director Steven Spielberg, who had produced such epic blockbusters as Close Encounters of the Third Kind and E.T., both of which we will look at shortly. According to the legend, and that might be exactly all it is, Reagan is said to have leaned over to Spielberg during a guest screening of E.T. at the White House during his first term as president in 1982, and made a comment of how surprised people would be if they realised how true this really is. We might be able to dismiss these comments as misunderstood or even outright false, if, that is, it wasn't for the wealth of other comments and claims that surround Reagan. These include at least two UFO incidents before he became president, one of which has significant suggestions of alien abduction. And furthermore, Spielberg would confirm the comment following the release of the film Super 8 during a promotional interview for the movie. He would claim that Reagan had in fact said that there were a number of people in this room who know that everything on that screen is absolutely true. While Spielberg claimed to take the comment as a joke by the one-time actor, he also noted that Reagan was not laughing or even smiling when he said it. Perhaps one of the first true blockbuster movies concerning alien visitation is the 1977 classic Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and while it is certainly interesting that UFO reports did appear to increase in the years following its release in 1978 and 79, the same thing didn't occur when the next really big blockbuster E.T. hit the box office in 1982. Furthermore, worldwide UFO waves had already taken place on several occasions prior to the 1977 release. It would be way too simplistic to place the reason for an increase in sightings solely at the feet of one film. For example, Star Wars was released the same year, and while not dealing with UFOs visiting the Earth, still contributed massively to the rise in science fiction in popularity. However, of more consequence to us here, the film itself did contain within it several rumours that had been known about in UFO circles for some time. Perhaps the most intriguing connection to these bizarre claims are the ones that suggest there is a reference to the alleged Project Serpo within the movie, an alleged alien-human exchange deal that is said to have taken place following the Roswell crash. Furthermore, the secret meeting at the film's finale is, to some, a reference to the alleged secret meeting between alien races and President Eisenhower in 1954. Spielberg, whose interest in UFOs is well known, most likely included many such details to lend the film authenticity and credibility with those already familiar with the subject. To some, though, such inclusions are a sign to be seen. Most of us will have watched the movie E.T. The Extraterrestrial at some point during our lives, the 1982 blockbuster movie is still enjoyed today. Some rumours and claims suggest, though, that the storyline is based upon the Roswell incident. What is perhaps interesting here is that there are several claims on record over the years that the Roswell crash did indeed lead to the recovery of several dead alien bodies, as well as several entities who survived. Although these claims also state the surviving alien crew members were quickly placed into the United States custody. The movie E.T. very much follows what would almost certainly happen should an extraterrestrial creature crash to Earth, as a unit of government agents spend the duration of the film attempting to track down the loose alien, forcing the heroes of the film, the children, to aid in his disguise and ultimate escape. 
Although it is certainly not as well known as some of the other movies we have examined so far, the 2014 film Extraterrestrial discreetly examines several of the notions that occupy the minds of many in UFO circles, perhaps not least, as the closing scenes of the film show to great effect the apparent cold and calculating actions of the alleged shadow government. The storyline revolves around a group of 520-somethings who venture out to a cabin in order to wrap up details before it is sold. However, they end up seeing a crashed UFO and one of the alien occupants ventures through the woods to their cabin. Ultimately, those who do not meet their end during the ensuing standoff with these strange and apparently aggressive alien visitors ultimately end up being caught in the strange beam of light and abducted by an apparent follow-up ship that appears to be looking for survivors of their downed craft. Intertwined around the storyline is the local police, who despite several missing people going back several years in the area, refuse to believe the occupants of the cabin, as well as a brutal twist at the end where a military mop-up unit execute the two surviving members of the group and bury and burn their remains in order that all who witnessed the strange evening's events were now contained. As the film ends, we can hear one of the military unit assure his supervisor that cover stories were being prepared. While we mustn't forget, we are very much dealing here with a piece of fiction. The point the film raises are ones often discussed in UFO and conspiracy forums. It is also a great example of the bleeding of UFO and alien encounters into other fields of interest. Perhaps another big Hollywood blockbuster that is worth mentioning here is the 1994 movie Stargate. While again not strictly an alien or UFO film, the story does lean toward the idea of alien visitation from another world or dimension in ancient times. What's more, the notion that space and time are in effect one and the same thing is explored upon activating an ancient device that is essentially a stargate to this other realm of existence. The implications in the film are clear, that the ancient Egyptian civilization was the consequence of alien entities. Of course, many subscribers to the ancient astronaut theory have made similar assertions in the past. In a similar way, the Alien prequel movies also lean heavily on not only the ancient astronaut theory, but that aliens in ancient times were actually human, essentially making us the alien species on our own planet. Again, this is a theory that many other researchers have explored and offered previously. Is this, then, a case of the movies imitating the theories of real life, the writings of such people as Eric von Daniken, for example? Or is it confirmation of such beliefs now being released, but hidden within the storylines of science fiction? It is almost certainly the former. However, that such seemingly outrageous ideas are showing up regularly in science fiction is an intriguing detail. Although set in much more recent times than ancient Egypt or at the beginning of life on Earth millions of years before that, the movie Cowboys and Aliens, as bizarre as the concept might sound, reflects accurately some of the basics of the reports of the late 1800s from the Wild West. We will almost certainly examine the many UFO sightings of the American Wild West in a future podcast, so we won't go over them in detail here. However, it is quite obvious that while the basic idea may simply be a case of combining two radically different genres to see what happens, the fact is that this is a film, in a basic way, is passing along information of UFO encounters that are not widely known outside of UFO circles. And while this is most likely for nothing more than entertainment purposes, it is worth asking if there might indeed be more accurate information contained within the film. We might ask the question then, does fiction alter facts or do facts alter fiction? The simple answer to that question is we don't know. No one person can claim to be able to provide a satisfactory answer. 
and the simple reason is that there are too many variables in terms of data that would need to be collected and then examined alongside any number of windows of time where a big science fiction movie was being released. Nick Pope makes a great case for this when he points out that although many people don't realise it, when they are reading articles on UFOs, particularly in mainstream newspapers and media platforms, they are in fact reading a press release for an upcoming movie or television show. As Pope states, the information is real enough, but the articles are most often the result of a marketing campaign designed to promote a movie to an audience that they otherwise wouldn't reach. This last detail is perhaps the real kicker in terms of its discrete importance in attempting to untangle the connections of the film industry and UFO sightings, and which one influences the other. For example, many people who have seen UFOs in the past will often feel safer and less vulnerable to mocking attacks during these increases in press and media attention. As Pope states, UFO sightings are notoriously and massively underreported, generally due to fears on the part of the respective witnesses that they will not be believed. Indeed, independent on men and factors, generally speaking, people reporting UFO sightings have a lot more to lose than to gain. Perhaps even more interesting, and as pointed out by Pope, is that it would also be impossible to state just which particular films might influence an audience, and when that influence might occur. For example, there are often several science fiction films released in any given year, certainly in recent times with a vast array of media platforms. And then, just to complicate matters even further, are the multiple releases on DVD, Blu-ray and instant media. Often, with the number of extras and giveaways associated with them, these secondary releases give such films a second wind of popularity, often more so than when they first appeared in the cinemas. In short, as Pope states, science fiction movies may influence ufology. However, he also states there is no meaningful scientific way for us to measure this. There is also the suggestion that the intelligence agencies and in turn the military have a very big influence in just how certain movies are put across to the public. And while we examine those concerning UFOs and aliens here, this will almost certainly be the case across many fields of interest. If we return to the theories and direct experience of the previously mentioned Nick Pope for a moment, he suggests that any influence by the United States government and or military is nothing more, at least to the best of his knowledge, than a reasonable trade-off for use of locations and authentic military equipment and vehicles in return for painting the military and inner workers of the government in a favourable light. After all, the United States military, like most around the world, are on an almost perpetual recruitment drive. Having them cast in a good light would certainly not hurt such drives. As Pope points out, it's not a conspiracy, it's common sense. On the one hand, it is hard to argue with Pope's logic, and indeed his direct experience in such matters. Some, however, will not be deterred from their preconceptions, or what they simply believe, through their own research, to be the truth. This is where we strain a truly great territory, where one can easily understand and see all sides of the argument and why, at least in the case of those on the conspiracy side of things, such positions are taken and stuck to. As we can see then, even UFOs in fiction is a complex and complicated affair. We should perhaps also, for the most part, view the filmmaker not as a promoter of disinformation working under the control of a shadow government. For the vast majority, such an idea could not be further from the truth. And we should remember, such undoubtedly powerful people in Hollywood will mix with equally undoubtedly powerful people in other fields of interest, and perhaps while doing so, potentially come into contact with information largely not known in the public arena. It is certainly then not at all beyond the realm of belief that this information would end up as fiction in the appropriate project. 
even if the intention is not to pass on such information as part of a disclosure drive, but simply something all artists do, use the real world around them, the things that people say and the things they see, and turn them into stories for the rest of us to enjoy. That said, however, Hollywood and the mountain of movies and television shows they produce are grounds right for sowing seeds of disinformation on, as much as they are for hiding true real-life accounts within the fantasy of fiction. In short, none of us can say with any real certainty what might be real, fiction or disinformation within the UFO community. For now though, I will simply thank you for joining me once more, and be sure to leave any thoughts in the comments and check out the links for further reading on some of the ideas we have been discussing here today. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social media to keep up to date on future podcasts, articles and videos. And if there is anything you want us to feature on a future podcast episode, then just get in touch at marcus at ufoinsight.com. Until next time, goodbye and take care. Thank you.